Secrets from a Coach. Thrive and maximise in revolving workplace. Your weekly podcast with Debbie Green and Laura Thompson. Debs. All right, Law. So this is our fifth podcast. Anyway, enough about me. What do you think about me? <laughs> I think you're fab and phenomenal, Law. Because <laughs> uh, as an extrovert, I need feedback and I need to talk to someone. So, Debs, the topic of uh, today's um, webinar and podcast has been about how do we help the cats and dogs in our work life, the introverts and the extroverts, yep. to thrive through this rapidly transformed landscape in which we all find ourselves working in in 2020 where many of us are working remotely so um I'd love to pick your brains as a coach um and obviously always a spirit of confidentiality which is why I'm not a coach because I would just tell everyone everything that I'd (laughs) learned that day but anyway so how important do you think the concept of introversion and extroversion is well actually I think it's really important to um understand not just for yourself what your preferences are but those of others as well and that where there might be some potential butting of heads or conflict or misunderstanding um it could just be down to the fact that you know we get our energies from different places um so being able to understand that somebody is just different to me um it can help build that relationship create a stronger bond uh, and just be able to keep that um yeah openness and understanding and trust going just by knowing that we're different yeah and um you speak you're speaking to lots and lots of people sort of at the moment some who are loving it and some who are struggling with it what are you picking up as some key themes that are to do with the working remotely and how people stay energized yeah it's, it's a real there is a real divide there are some people that are love absolutely loving it and they are having their own space they haven't got interruptions they can listen to their own music they can get up and do whatever they want um and there are those that are dreading it because there is no connection so they're really struggling to um have a conversation especially if their other half might be working as well they're in separate rooms or they might be working on their own um there is no nobody to bounce something off of um and so the more extroverts amongst us um on the in a generally speaking are struggling with that at times where normally they would just turn around and go what do you think of that or oh my god I can't believe somebody just said that to me um so they're struggling with not having the connection um as much as the those who have a preference for maybe introversion energy um are quite happy to work quietly and on their own processing things working things through um but I would actually say both on both parts people are missing that that human connection so you know whilst they um some people desperately need it others are, everybody's really missing that human connection at times so to be in the same room as somebody is really valuable um, they can still process it and, and an introvert can still probably process their thoughts and their feelings. But just to know that they've got somebody next to them or six foot away from them that they can maybe reach out and go, I've got an idea. Can we talk it through? I'd be interested to know what you're thinking. And the extrovert, if they happen to be working with a fellow extrovert, will be, oh, my God, let's do it because it's shiny and new and exciting and they just want to help. So, mm-hmm. yeah, as it, the longer this is going on, people are wanting that connection somewhere or another. Yeah. 
Okay, so I guess it's important from a wellness point of view and we're really, you know, that's on purpose for us, et cetera, et cetera. But let's have a think about the cold light of commercial day. Yeah. What knock-on effect could it have to someone's performance, um, either whether introvert or extrovert, with this stuff playing out? So how might that impact my ability to be professionally effective? It might not be easy and comfortable, but actually just very, um, uh, uh, from a performance point of view, how might this play out? What mm. impact might it have? Yeah, that's um, that you see, you're seeing that happen. So um, if you're a preference for introversion where you just like to analyze it, process it and um, quietly go through it logically one step at a time, um, you time runs away with them. So they will never maybe finish something or it's not perfect enough or it's, you know, they're waiting on some other information to come in rather than just say, well, this is where it's at. It's 80 percent complete here you go. So they, there could be a level. And what I'm seeing is some people are just not completing stuff um, because of that. Um, so that's been interesting. Yet our more extroversion preference people, what I found is if it's not exciting or interesting, um, they're procrastinating more. So um, yeah, I, I did. I'm an extroversion like you, Law, and I was procrastinating over doing something today because I just needed to sit quietly and if you like, bring up my introversion energy to be quiet, analyze it, process it, and then get something on paper. I've done everything but. So, <laughs> is it at that point you decided to clear out the kitchen cupboards and restart yeah. it again? That was that one. Yeah. Do, <laughs> must do that at half past two on a work day. That feels yeah, exactly. Right <laughs> so, the procrastination yeah. thing, um, yeah, it can also play out as well. And not having maybe deadlines so you know if you're if you've got a deadline to work to and even if it's an imposed deadline or somebody's asked you and given you that deadline then that can create the momentum and the motivation to want to complete something um but if there is no deadline um you know we're not very good at putting one on ourselves normally especially if we're doing some work for somebody else unless they're saying i need this by five o'clock on a thursday um, and then you go, oh, my God. So an introvert will work towards that, whereas an extrovert might leave it to the last minute and do it. And of course, what is fascinating is we could have been having this conversation a year ago, but the precise bit is about remote. Yeah. Because it, when we're based remotely, we're not going to rub up against each other's energy and so fire up the perfectionist to just deliver or um, uh, uh, give a sense of urgency to the procrastinist to crack on. Yeah. There won't be that that sort of um, sharing of energy, I guess, because you're literally just sitting in your own mm. environment. And so you're just going to become stuck potentially in your own environment sort yeah. of with remotely. Um I'm thinking of a way to shoehorn robots in here, um, Debs, but yeah, I'm, sure the SAS, Bring them in. I'm sure the SAS have got uh, some tips they could. <laughs> I'm sure they have got. Maybe we should yeah. ask them. Yeah. Maybe we should. We could procrastinate and do a Google image search. On yeah, the let's SAS. do that, shall we? Yeah, that's much more exciting, isn't it? Let's do it. <laughs> so, some questions that you're not supposed to ask. Go on. Do people change over time? So, does age change some of these introversion extroversion preferences so am i the, at, at 43 am i this as extrovert as i was at 23 like what what happens as you age yeah that's it yeah and you do see that so the more aware self-aware you are and the more you realize the impact that you completely being an extrovert chatting not getting anything done not moving things forward um has actually you realize quite quickly that that doesn't get you anything it doesn't necessarily get you results doesn't give you recognition, doesn't let you complete anything. So I think with wisdom, you learn to adapt and realize that at some point, I'm going to have to sit quietly. I'm going to have to be more quieter 
to be able to complete a task that I know I can do that's going to look good for me as well. So I think over time, I think it's wisdom um, comes to us because we know that if I was constantly frantic and excitable and over the top, I wouldn't get anything done. And also I wouldn't have good working relationships because I'd be turning people off if I was constantly on as opposed to bringing people along with me. So we learn, I think, Law, over time that that constant doesn't always work. So I'm going to have to adapt and flex my style to get the best out of that relationship, which links into, you know, how intelligent are you emotionally to be able to do that um, by understanding yourself better and knowing what works, what doesn't, um, and also being able to manage your emotions appropriately in the moment to get the best out of that situation with whoever it is you might be working alongside. Um, and researchers said somewhere along the line, I, d- I read this somewhere years and years ago, that you know we we are, if you like, attracted to our opposites mm. at times. So which is the yin and yang coming into it? Um, because you know ultimately, you know, we want a bit of what they've got. So as an extrovert, if I'm wanting to Attract, I'd be attracted to someone who has got order, has got a process, gets things done, makes a good decision rather than go around to the houses before making the decision. Um, and so therefore we can learn from each other. So we move towards, as I call it, um, we move towards our opposites because we're learning. They want a bit of what we've got. They want a bit of what we've got. Um, and if we're open-minded enough, we can go, oh my God, I can learn something from you. And then that becomes that, you know, my comp- we complement each other. Oh, I love it. So um, I've mentioned on the webinar about emo-spatial awareness. Love that. <laughs> How much do each of us need in terms of our emotional space? So yes. you know, what's the difference between um, uh, neglect and feeling close? And Because otherwise one person is feeling needy and the other one is feeling sort of badgered you know so how, how, how do you sort of give that space and of course in a professional environment that's some of that you wouldn't you wouldn't ask that in a recruitment interview how emotionally needy are you but no. it's those things that kind of sort of fall out and in a remote environment potentially that's more obvious that we have different emo spatial kind of needs yeah. yes. so let's get on to the tactical bit what would be some bits of advice you'd give to someone who is an introvert finding themselves bombarded by a noisy team at the moment. What would be some tips that you think would be really helpful advice for that person? So I think that person needs to probably create more of a structured approach and and let people know when they are available, if you like. I know that's not always practical, but at times it's just managing their time better. Um, And also maybe not getting involved in everything that comes through um, because do they need to? So maybe question their approach. Um, so that they can manage and get ready, if you like, to adapt to the energy that's going to come to them um, and then probably go away really quietly and reflect. So making sure they've got time before any interaction and time after where they can just sort of go, oh, and unplug and just go, right, I can just sit here quietly and process what's gone on rather than go from meeting to meeting to meeting because that's not going to help them in the long run. Um, And finding quiet spaces so you know maybe they people listen to their own music or they don't have any background noise on they just are really quiet um and what some people i've working with have found is that um being very present and being mindful of just taking a moment to breathe and focusing on what their breathing is so they can calm down and then be ready to to if you like step into that crazy world that they're going oh my god i'm you know getting a hangover with this but um, yeah, so this bit about building in time for themselves is really important. Okay. 
Okay, cool. And then let's kind of flip it then. Mm. So extroverts who are feeling a little bit lost and lonely and a bit sort of untethered. Um, what would be some practical advice to help secure an extrovert in what is increasingly becoming a new way of working that now for the first time since the beginning of the office, yes. 100 years ago, is not necessarily serving an extrovert as well as it used to. So um, what would you suggest to an extrovert to help tether and connect themselves? Yeah, I think um, from from that, I think what they need to do is make sure they are connecting with people um, and if you like making sure that they are reaching out when they need to. And that I think for them to feel safe, if they know that they've got a regular catch up with their team or with their manager or with just a colleague, if they know that's in the diary and that's going to happen, then they think, oh, my God, I'm OK. Someone's going to connect with me. Um, so that's I think that's really important. The other thing that I found um, with help to help those that are sort of feeling a bit lost is to sort of say, you know, what do you want to achieve over the next week or you know, list three things that you want to achieve today? So they have this like, um, ever movable um, to do list, if you like that they can just pick and choose the bits that are going to excite them, knowing that they've still got to do all of it. But it just means that they've got a focus for today mm. so they can focus in on, so what must I achieve today? What will I do differently? You know, so they can be excited by it. Um, and at the end of that day, I think it's that recognition or appreciation of just stopping, reflecting and going, oh my God, I've done it. So if, whether it's a tick or a cross, or they just give themselves a star, whatever it might be, that can help them have a sense of purpose that they're moving forward. Um, but that, that really regular connection and, and contact with other people is really key for them. So as long as they built that in, whether it's daily or every other day, it's there. Otherwise, they just get a bit lost. So, Devs, are you saying that in order to motivate myself tomorrow to do my VAT return, I've got to treat myself with a chat after, not beforehand, otherwise I'll never crack on with it? No, you'll no. procrastinate over it. So, yeah, definitely, what are you going to do to reward yourself for achieving that, Law? That's what you need yeah. to do. <laughs> Oh, Debs. Well, as ever, it's been an absolute wonder to share your energy and uh, learn from all this fascinating series of conversations we're having with so many different people yeah. uh, in this kind of new world of work. Okay, so final shout out then to any managers who are managing what they know is a diverse mix of energetic people in their team. Yeah. What would your final call out you would say to managers? Um, I would say get to well, a couple of things make sure you know your team well and what motivates them what turns them on what turns them off make sure you're regularly connecting with them even those that don't shout and go i need to speak to you just make sure you have a process where you are connecting with people regularly in your team and you're asking for contribution in many different forms so whether it's email whether it's text message whether it's whatsapp um, whether it's just on a zoom call as many different ways of connecting with people that they can find, you know, sending them a card just to say, I'm thinking of you, you know, mm -hmm. GDPR recruit, obviously watching out for that. But um, yeah, so making sure that they find different ways to connect with people because they yeah. need it as well. They need to be connected too. Yeah. So, so hiding out in a tree and looking at through their bedroom window through binoculars, that's not the way of yeah. keeping in on people. There. <laughs> <laughs> no, they might have a complaint from the neighbor if they did that. <laughs> <laughs> oh well I love to speak to you love you oh love uh, you too Law see you later bye. bye Secrets from a Coach brought to you by Debbie Green of Wishfish and Laura Thompson of Phenomenal Training we'd love to hear from you email us at info at wishfish.org.uk